I think I'm starting to realize <laughs> what some people might have already realized having listened to me this long. Um, you forget what you're talking about a lot. <laughs> you might want to cut back on that weed usage, man. Like you'll be you'll be in it, and then all of a sudden you're out. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Like, uh, oh God, I forget what I'm talking about all the time, but I feel good in the sense that, uh, it happens to everybody. It's just, I talk about shit a lot, obviously on this that, uh, and there's so much to talk about that. I, it, I think it's more to do with the volume of shit that's out there. (laughs) And I'm hoping that's the case as opposed to me being, becoming a burnout. You're a burnout, man. Uh, I don't think so. I've met burnouts. I don't, uh, I've smoked with burnouts. Uh, I don't think I'm a burnout. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I'm not. God, that sucks. But you see what I mean? Like, you gotta be able to uh, self-criticize a little bit from time to time. Um, I'm going to put this one out after the one last night. I had a little bit of a depressing night last night. And you'll see, you will have seen or heard, at least heard, um, that I was a little, I was a little down in my dumps, down in my dumps, down in the dumps. Um, last night, I'm obviously a little bit better. Of course I went out. So, uh, the situation that I talked about in my last episode, I went out there today, uh, you know, I had to back up my, my cousin. He was happy. I was there. I was happy. I was there for him. And it, at first dude, it was bad. And then we did some shit. We investigated some things, and it turns out it's not as bad as as, uh, as it could have been, and things are still going in the right direction. So, um, you know, just got a couple of steps that we got to go through in order to get there, but we're going to get there. But, I mean, shit was dire. Now, let me point this out, uh, especially for that Canadian Border Patrol agent that left his uh, comment that I was too preachy. <laughs> Prayer helps, okay? If prayer ain't helping you, you're probably not praying that much, okay? Um, It helps. And I'm not saying that in all cases, especially somebody who's been praying a lot for something and you're not getting it, I'm not saying that that's always the case, okay? There's a plan for everything. Well, what about plans of, like, kids that die of cancer and all that? All right, Mr. Heavy D, how about you fucking drop that heavy shit on me real quick? I'm not going to touch on that just yet. That'll be for another episode at another time. But I did pray last night. And the thing is, I wasn't praying for myself. This wasn't for me. This, again, like what I said last night in the episode, this isn't so much on me. I mean, it's, it's, I'm involved, but I'm not, I'm not somebody who can really feel the effects of it. I've already kind of taken myself out of that a while ago. And, um, you know, because you're doing something with family. That's kind of what it should be. Um, and anyway, so it, it turned out really well and, um, so far. So, uh, I'm in a much better mood, um, especially for my cousin's sake. And I think that that's something important to, that I wanted it to address is selflessness. And I know I'm a selfish person. I fucking, dude, I love doing shit for me, um, when I can you know, obviously I'm a father, so I have to do things for my kids. That's my job. 
That's the number one job that I've been given in this life. God granted me with two beautiful children and I have to take care of them and I got to put them ahead of me. Uh, that's, it's, that's something that's kind of hard to change for somebody like me who, um, you know, grew up and went through the issues that I went through and developed issues along the way, uh, like daddy issues and shit like that, because you tend to become, you know, Hey, I need attention. I need, you know, me, I need to take care of me and I need to focus on me and all this other shit, you know, especially with going through like divorces and fucking women leaving you and you feel like shit and you hate yourself and all this other shit. So, um, it's, it's something that's difficult. So I completely understand for anybody that's out there, any women that are maybe listening that don't want to have kids because of this, uh, they want to focus on their careers and shit like that. I mean, if you look at what society, what's happening to society, I think it's an engineering thing. Um, society will engineer you to be selfish and to be self-centered. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm gonna, as I'm talking about being selfless, I'm going to talk about myself here for a minute. And it's just more so my, my experience that I just went through in order to maybe help you out. I'm acknowledging it. I'm, I, and I didn't really, and I'm kind of proud of myself for it. And there's a healthy amount of love that you should have for yourself. Uh, it's when it gets to self-centeredness, it becomes narcissism. And that's the epidemic that we have going on through our society, thanks to things like social networking platforms. Facebook, certainly. Twitter comes in next. Uh, Instagram is definitely up there, you know, a fucking app where you take pictures of yourself and you show it to the world and you're always smiling. No one's always smiling, man. As as happy-go-lucky as I am, I'm not always smiling. Uh, I've had quite a few uh, shots given to me that I had to take on the chin. That's never fun. I wasn't smiling when that shit was happening. Uh, when I had a fucking dude telling me that, uh, he was going to teach my son to call him dad. Holy fuck. You think I was smiling at that? Oh, that's so funny. I wanted to murder that motherfucker. You know what I mean? But, uh, so this whole situation from last night to today, that was all for someone else. And to see it elevating out of, because in that time I also was kind of feeling guilty. You know, it was like, well, at least it's not happening to me. I remember kind of having that thought in my head. Well, at least this isn't happening to me. You know, I can still go away. But I felt bad at the same time, right? Like, yeah, it's not happening to me, but it's happening to somebody I care about. And that sucks. Um, this is something I've also thought about, like, at being at parties and, like, family get-togethers. Go to the people that you don't usually uh, flock to like your older aunts and uncles or your grandparents and sit there and listen to them. Really put it out there. That's something that I've actively tried to do um, is to engage with my elders, with the people that I wouldn't normally want to really hear about what they have to say. I mean, because once you start getting older, man, shit kind of starts going into a tunnel, you know, in the sense of like what you care about, what you do. Old people don't get to do a whole bunch of shit. You know, their bodies are breaking down, man. They're going through pain. I mean, but they've got all sorts of stories, right? They've already lived this life. And they're at the end of it. And, uh, you know, there's there's a couple different aspects to that that you can learn a lot from. And you can also grow from, you know, and hearing their mistakes. That's that's something I love hearing is, some, is somebody else's mistakes. You know, because it makes you feel a little more normal, especially with 
whatever tremendous mistakes that you've made in your life. It makes you feel not so damn bad, especially with somebody who's old and retired and, uh, you know, lived a good life. They, they maybe fucked up a whole bunch. Shit, my, my grandmother, who I love to death, uh, she's the conduit um, in a way of me becoming a Catholic. Uh, obviously, I went through the turnaround and all that other stuff that I went through after uh, becoming confirmed. But she was the source of that in the beginning. And, um, you know, she made her mistakes. My grandfather that I never got to meet, he made his mistakes. You know, I didn't know this for the longest time, but they both got divorced. They got divorced and spent some time apart, and then they got remarried. I didn't know that for the longest fucking time. We've also had a couple abortions in my family. Didn't know about that shit until later. Because nobody likes to tell me anything. So, um, you know, it's just, it's trying to broaden your horizons a little bit, especially with the people that are closest to you. And those are people that you share blood with. And shit does travel in the blood. The blood is important, you know. If it wasn't, I don't think Jesus would have said, drink my blood and eat my, my body, in the sense of the Eucharist. Uh, now, I know Protestants are like, yeah, yeah, that's not what we're all about. I get it. I get it. Okay, but that's what, obviously, as Catholics, uh, we believe. So, um, there's something to that. There's something to, <coughs> uh, like I said, broadening your horizons a little bit, and especially at family get-togethers, and, and, and maybe even fucking calling them up from time to time just to talk. You know that you will make their day. You will fucking make their day. And not just that, it also helps you. So kind of to speak through to the selfish side of you, it helps you in a way. You know, helps you grow, helps you learn about who you are, why you are, the way that you are, why you look the way you might, you know, uh, why you have the certain mannerisms that you do, which once you have kids and you start seeing your mannerisms in them that, that they shouldn't have, like my daughter walks like me. I mean, my son does too. But my daughter's three. I don't think she looked at me walking and said, you know what, I want to walk like that. I want to stand like that. My wife hates it. She hates the way that I stand. I'm like a cowboy. Of course, I was born and raised in the South, so fucking makes sense, right? But uh, I stand like a cow. I'm not bow-legged, but she says I stand bow-legged. I'm like, I don't see it, but I guess I do. I've I've had people tell me that there's a lot of motion that goes on when I walk. (laughs) Like, I'm a cowboy. And I'm like, listen, all right, first off, I'm from the South. That makes sense. But second, it's not like it's a fucking, a purposeful thing that I do that I try to walk like a cowboy. Anyway, so it's a mannerism that my daughter really shouldn't have. It's not one that she can necessarily pick up. Well, subconsciously, I guess maybe, but wouldn't she subconsciously walk like the person that she's like? Like her mom? Like she's more like her mom than she is me. She spends the most amount of time around her mom than she does me. Because her mom, she's around uh, almost every single day throughout the entire day. With the exceptions of Wednesdays or Tuesdays. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And she's around me at the, the beginning of the day, like the morning, and then at the end of the day. And that's it. You know, so she spends more time with her mom. Subconsciously, she should walk like her mother, but instead she doesn't. So, uh, and that's just another thing is that you get to understand things about yourself. And you might learn some shit that you didn't know before that nobody thought to tell you. (coughs) Not just that, but you know, the thing is, is that, yeah, these people are old, but they're still human beings. They still have souls. And I know that that's very basic and you're like, yeah, duh, that doesn't need to be said. Sometimes it does. I've said this in the very, very, very beginning of this podcast is that you need to return to the basics. 
often because sometimes you get so involved in the complexities of life that you forget about the basics. And then that's when you fuck up. That's when you make mistakes. You know, instead of saying no, you said yes. Way to go, jackass. You should have went back to the basics and understood uh, that you shouldn't have said what you said. But anyway, I digress. And that's what can happen. And that's what you need to do. You gotta fucking think of it like that. They are, are, are their souls. They were young at one point. They're probably pretty attractive at one point. You get older, dude. Like I tried telling about women. Yeah, they're pretty now, but there's a shelf life for that shit. For guys, we tend to get a little bit better looking throughout time. I mean, given, yeah, the hair loss doesn't help that aspect. But uh, for the most part, men tend to look better. Women eh, tend to not. I mean, there's some women that fucking, holy shit, dude. I had this lady at my, uh, and my wife would say the same. I had this lady at my pharmacy before it closed. Um, she was like, I don't know if she was Middle Eastern or Mediterranean, I think is more so what she was. And she let her hair turn white. Oh my God, it was fucking gorgeous. She was gorgeous. And she was like probably 65 easy, you know? I mean, still in like, she wasn't fat, she was skinny, you know? But, uh... She was gorgeous. So, you know, sometimes that beauty, especially for for certain women that probably don't sit out in the sun and bake all damn day and put on tons of makeup and fucking go out and drink every night and all this other shit, you know, they, they for the most part, took care of themselves. They ate normal food and shit like that. They weren't exposed to too much GMOs. And uh, they tend to keep that beauty for, for quite some time. So, um, yeah, there's always exceptions to the rule. But for the most part, Old people, when you get older, you get less attractive, especially once you start hitting the 70s, late in the 70s, into the 80s. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, you can't look at Clint Eastwood and say, yeah, he looks better than he did, you know, 20 years ago. No. Age is an inevitability. It hits all of us. That's why people go through midlife crisis. Crises. So, uh, you know, just keep that in mind. And then go fucking talk to them, dude. They were you at one point, right? Especially you, because you guys have the same fucking blood. And, um, it's just about kind of allowing yourself not to think of yourself so much. And that, it's such a, a hurdle. Wow, this is really turning into like a pep talk, isn't it? Like, hey guys, let me pep you up. It's just advice that I've noticed, especially in the last day, that I'm, I'm proud of myself in. And that I, I cared about somebody so much that I didn't give a shit about myself for the most part. You know, and went out there for someone else. I, I didn't make any money off this. I didn't get any benefit out of this. <clears throat> and even after this, I'm not. But these are good people that I want to see good things happen to. And that I'm willing to go and fucking want to get in a goddamn fist fight just to help them out. You know? And I think, yeah, in part, subconsciously, it does come back to selfishness in a way that, all right, you're, you know, this person's fucking with this person that I know and I care about, but they're an extension of me in a way. And so now I have to retaliate. And that's something that, again, it's a hurdle to get over and it's a little difficult, but I think in, in the constant attempt, eventually you will obtain that ability to care less about yourself all the time. It's, it's like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to a degree. It's a healthy thing to care about yourself and love yourself. But it also is important to uh, obviously care about others, especially those people that are closest to you, you know, especially the people that, uh, that love you, which are supposed to be your family. And it all kind of turns around to be like what I always talk about, 
you know, be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal.